Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Scoopy Radio. In the snowstorm, on the airplane, on the train, on the Oaks Court, everywhere you want to be. I am Brandon Robinson. Follow me on Twitter at Scoopy. Instagram, Scoop underscore B. Make sure you subscribe to the Scoopy Radio podcast on iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn app, Stitcher app, everywhere in between. And on the line right now is a guy who really doesn't need too much of an introduction, but he's a two-time national champion with the University of Alabama, Tony Brown, defensive back, NFL draft, draft seat. What's going on, Chief? How you doing? Trying to make a dollar out of 15 cents. <laughs> I get you working, man. You work it too. You ran a four point three five in the forty yard dash. Yes, sir. Could you have gone faster? Uh I I wanted to run faster. Uh I feel like my first start was the one I was really going for. But uh I feel like as a as a whole, I feel like I did I had a great I feel like I showed the teams that I wanted to show. There have been people who have said that you could be arguably a 10-year veteran in the NFL. I feel like football versus basketball, you kind of know who the superstars are because in, in basketball, there's two rounds. You know who the first 15 guys are. In football, I remember when it was like four rounds in the draft. I mean, for you to hear the 10 years thing, is that is that something that, that's realistic in your mind, or could you even see any longer? As long as God keeps me being able to walk, I can see myself playing football, so... I know the way I take care of my body. I can see myself having a long, a long career because I do love the sport and I love to compete, and I do take care of my body. So I can see that. I can definitely see that. Uh, someone who who has had high praise for you uh, is arguably one of my favorite uh, football players ever. I'm a '90s kid. I grew up in the '90s, born in the '80s. Deion Sanders w- spoke very highly of you on the NFL Network, and um. Homeboy likes you. How does that feel to get that type of high praise from from someone of his caliber? Dion is also one of my favorite players. So just hearing that, um, just hearing that from him, just letting me know I'm doing, I'm, I'm in, I'm going in the right direction. Has he given you any advice? Did you get a chance to talk to him privately? Yeah, I did. Uh, some things, 
some things, uh, some things, some things I can't say. You know what I'm saying? On community, <laughs> you know, uh, but he did give me some advice. It was very helpful, though. Anything, anything, promise time to say you're gonna be helpful. Do you have a favorite Deion Sanders moment? Uh, let me think. Um, the game when he had got in a fight with the player from the Falcons, and then he is like he uh he caught a pick and was running down the sideline and looked at the sideline before he scored it. Yeah, that was a pretty big deal. That was a pretty big deal. When you look at guys like Ronnie Lott, Rod Woodson, Deion Sanders, um, uh, Mel Blanc, Chant Bailey, the list goes on and on and on. Could you see yourself in a top 25 list 20 years from now, along with those guys, even Darren Sharper? I think the list of guys you just gave me are, are great, legendary players. They're great players. I'm just trying to be. I'm just trying to be the best player I can be right now. I haven't even played one down in the NFL, so I'm I'm just trying to get. I, I'm just trying to right now, just training for this draft to get prepared for all workouts and anything I need to be prepared for. And just I can't wait to get on that field, and I, and I feel like I'm gonna be great if I continue to better my technique and 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 watch enough film and do what he's doing on the field. I feel like I'll be one of the best, yes sir. Scoopy Radio on the line with Alabama defensive back Tony Brown who was a track star in high school. For you, um, how do you feel that having the ability to play football in the fall, run track in the spring uh, in high school translates into helping, I guess, each sport throughout the course of uh, of your time while you were in high school? So how did football in the fall help you in track in the spring, and how did track in the spring help you for football in the fall? Well, I never got a whole track season. I only ran track after spring football. So it was sort of football in the fall, football in the spring, and track in the spring. So. Um, but I feel like track as a young child, it it taught me how to win and lose, and it taught me how to compete. The biggest thing about track is that you versus everybody, and so it helped that mentality that I bring from track helps me on football. Hmm. Well, I think that's I think that's uh, that's valuable, and I think that you going to a school like Alabama, um, having I guess academics and uh, sports balance is a necessity because uh, Alabama is no chump school. What was that experience like in Alabama, a team that 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 just produces greatness? What was that experience for you in college like? And that was amazing being around, like just being around those great athletes all the time. It was amazing. I guess like, it's hard to put it in words how it was. One thing I was reading um, is that you like to take your shirt off before games, (laughs) (laughs) and you compared it to, you know, basically someone seeing how strong a gorilla was. Am I am I quoting it right? Uh, no, it was more so uh, I compared the mentality to the alpha male in in the in a pack of gorillas who was a silverback. Is that really your psyche? Uh, to me, it just would be, look at how big my muscles are. Look at my abs. Do you Did you really just peg it as a silverback, or is, or is there more to it than, than what meets the eye? It really is. It really is. I really do. It really is my mentality. I've, I've been like that since I was a young child. And if anybody does any research about me, anybody who's young Tony will know that's not nothing that 
I've always said things like that, that, you know what I'm saying, I'm a gorilla, you know what I'm saying, stuff like that. I've always felt like that. I've always been a focused, very super competitive person who almost always has to turn off with these you know, kind of competition-type drills. Even in camps in high school, I was the guy with the shirt off because it's a mentality for me. So it's not no bravado or nothing like that. This is how I feel. That's how I feel. That's how I feel. That's how I express myself, how I feel. Scooby Radio on the line with Tony Brown. And I'm reading about just how um, one thing I can tell that you're competitive because um, back uh, when – I guess there was voting going on. You took exception to Dabble Sweeney um, voting, not voting uh, for Alabama um, as a playoff team uh, in the national championship. Am I, am I saying that correctly? Say that one more time. Okay, so you took aim at Clemson coach Dabble Sweeney after the Tides uh, beat the Tigers in the college uh, football playoff game uh, back in January. And you are competitive. Why do you think that the media made such a big thing about it? Do you do you, were you really that upset? I don't think the word is upset. I'm almost you know, I was overjoyed first of all in the win. I wasn't okay. upset. I was overjoyed in the win. I was more so just emotional and overjoyed for the message came out. You know what I'm saying? The message came out with like the message came out and I had a lot more like it was I was a lot more excited when I was delivering the message. But the, mm-hmm. message, the, the message just was was that like it was that the, the head coach and the other team gave us ammunition, gave our team ammunition. Mm-hmm. That we didn't deserve to go to the playoff game. That he made us quit last year. Just things like that. I was letting him know he gave us ammunition to play where we play tonight. And yeah. My follow-up question is: What are you most afraid of in life? You said what I'm most afraid of. What do you fear the most? No, well, give me an example of what you what you say. So for me, I fear failure. I fear not being able to reach all of my goals. And don't copy off me, but I fear not reaching all my goals, and and in life not being great. I fear not being great. I feel like you're talented. I feel like you're competitive as hell. I like your drive. For you, what do you fear most? maybe not being able to accomplish in life. I guess my biggest fear would be uh like oh, what am I afraid of? I said, I guess I'm afraid of the door. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good answer. That Nickelodeon had a show called Are You Afraid of the Dark? I didn't even know. To <laughs> be ready on the line with Alabama's Tony Graham. What motivate you uh music wise going into a game? Uh upbeat music, uh going to the stadium. I like to listen to like motivational type songs. Um but in the stadium I like to listen to, you know, the usual upbeat, all type anything upbeat type stuff that, you know, gets your heart racing, things like that. That's just the music. I put I put it on I put it on uh shuffle. Listen Pacific. Okay, because I was gonna say you're a Texas guy. Are you? Are you? Are you more? Are you more? Um, are you more uh, Pimp C? I, or you know, I'm New York area, so I like Jay. I like Puff. I like Nas. 
I like a little 50. I like a little big pun, Jadakiss. But you said you have it on shuffle, so I'm sure you have a lot of those guys playing throughout the course of that, that routine. Yeah. So I don't have nobody specific. So, yeah, I don't. I don't have nobody yeah. like the most. Though. I put it on the shelf. I don't, I don't go to nobody for specific motivation type music type stuff. So when you got that interception against Georgia, the first word that comes to mind is damn. Like, that was a great play. Um, yeah. Particularly because your career um, as a five-star defensive back, a lot of people had expectations for you. And that play, in my mind, showed them that you are as great as you are because I think you're going to be a great NFL player. Did you feel validated by that play? I more so felt like in the football and the NFL is about productivity. Mm-hmm. And again, football is about takeaways. So I feel like someone can be defined by takeaways, but I feel like it's the other plays, honestly, that was, you know what I'm saying, that would define me as a player and that my Clemson game was a really good game, the whole entire game. And I feel like my Georgia game was an overall good game. So I think my just my film, my tape. And I think the team will see a lot of potential in my – like I have, a, I have a very high ceiling in what I can do. NFL.com analyst Bucky Brooks uh, says that you're one of the most explosive athletes in this cornerback class. And, and, and he says that you have a chance to come off the board on day two as a special teams demon developmental prospect with an intriguing set of physical tools. I agree. That being said, for those who may um, be looking at you uh, as a key member on the team, what are they What are they getting with someone like Tony Brown? And look, they're getting uh, 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 excited. They're getting that. They're getting sure. a player who, who, loves, who loves the game. Like, I love to compete, man. I love to play football. You'll get a winner. I won two championships. I know what it takes. You know what I'm saying? So I know what it takes to win. I know what the team looks like. I know I know how to – I've seen leaders. I know how to follow. I know how to lead. You'll get somebody going to be able to do whatever you need them to do to win. So that's what they get. When I look at the Philadelphia Eagles, for example, um, you see a team that has a strong uh, play – uh, in in their in their in their secondary, um, do you think that in today's game, um, you know, I, I believe wide receiver play is, is is so important. But do you believe on the defensive side, defensive backs, cornerbacks, safeties, do you have to have more than two guys, three or four, you know, cornerbacks that help it that help the team win, or do you or do you think that it's still more a wide receiver game? And so to answer that question. It'll almost seem like, man, this guy. But honestly, it literally is a team thing. Like, it literally is a team thing. Like, I don't, I can't sit up here and tell you not one position on the team where I would say, like, that this position had to be good. Like, all the positions had to be all around good, or it'll be a cheek in that, in that armor and it'll be exposed. So I feel like I don't think that you have to have four or, you got to have guys that are coachable and are willing to do their job. That's what you got to have. You can get guys that are real good, but they're not, not able to do their job and all types of stuff. So that's my answer. Right. And, and obviously the, the safety duo of Rodney McLeod and Mal- Malcolm Jenkins, um, they, they, I believe they're the wide receivers of, of, of the defense, so to speak. But I definitely think when you look at that Eagles team, it, it, it started with, you know, the quarterback. The fact that their, their backup quarterback was able to help them win the championship 
and their running back with Jay Ajayi, it, it helped them. So, you know, your your statement on 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 team play, it, it, it wouldn't make me say this guy. I think you're actually right. Scoopy Radio on the line with Tony Brown. You get drafted by an NFL team. Who's the first person you call, and what's the first meal you eat to celebrate? Well, I know I'd like to call my mom because she's going to be right there. Uh, who am I calling? My agent's probably going to be with me. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm not going to need to call nobody because everyone I'm going to need to call will be right there wherever I'm at <laughs> on my person. Honestly, if you're not if you're not around me during the draft, then I don't need to call you after the draft. They wasn't shooting with you in the gym. <laughs> yes, sir. What's the first meal you eat to celebrate? Uh, uh, it depends on where I'm at. It depends on where I'm at. Honestly, it depends on where I'm at. If what? I'm in Miami, I gotta go to Prime One Twelve and get that that ribeye. <laughs> I cook really well, so but I mean that's not important. Just you can go ahead with the interview. What is the most consistent or the most used question that a team has asked you throughout your process? Most teams, because I mean, the, I mean, I don't know. It, it's like. The most thing, I, the, the biggest thing that I've just heard is just remember trying to figure out where my passion comes from. Hmm. So much passion from me on the field, so they just want they be trying to know they be trying to figure out where it comes from. I think your passion comes from you being scared not that you won't be great. I think I think you have that greatness gene in you. I think I do too. I know for me, Michael Jordan was my favorite athlete. Who were some of your favorite athletes that you grew up on? Um, Watching or idolizing? Kobe, one of my favorite athletes. Usain um, Bolt, one of my favorite athletes. Justin Gatlin, one of my favorite athletes. Uh, Walter Payton. Uh, of course, Dion. Um, Paul Amalu. Hmm. All types of people, though, honestly. When it comes to a lot of things, I don't usually have a lot of favorites for a lot of things. Only only certain things I have specific favorites for. You mentioned Usain Bolt. He likes yeah. to take his shirt off. He, he just like you. If you and him, if you and him raced, how close would the race be? Because right now, race right now. Mm-hmm. I, I think he ought to say my part. I think I, I think I can get him right now. He ought to say. I said I don't think he only he's in running shape right now. I know I've been training. I'm I'm like get him. If all things were equal and you both were in shape, though, how close would it be? Well, he is the world record holder. I ran 10-12. He ran 9-5. So they can just have the final cam and figure that out. They, they know how to do that with technology. That's like that Rocky Balboa movie. Remember the, the sixth one they had where they, they measured Rocky and his prime yeah. versus it was. You didn't see that movie? The, 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 yeah, the, I saw uh, that's what that reminds me of when they did the computer technology to see who would win. I think there's too much analytics going on. Before I let you go, what's the best advice from anyone in your walk of life that you've ever received? Just keep your face. I like it. Tony Brown, you a star, even before you walk on the NFL field. Thank you for your time on Scooby Radio. Thank you, Scooby.
Respect, man. All right, man. You deserve Scoop B Radio. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.